Welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. I'd like to invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Amazing. It's good to come and truly magnify the Lord and enjoy His presence over us. You know, as of today, there have been around 120 cases of COVID. 70, 120 million cases, 70 recovered, 70 million recovered, and almost 3 million passed away. We are in a very adverse situation across the board. But I want us to know that the Word of God is still real. And I would, ask, I would like us to look at how the Lord, when, when the disciples were discouraged, Jesus showed them. He didn't explain himself, but the way to encourage the people's fear and anxiety, he gave them a glimpse of glory and of the future. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Christ's our victory. God being our victory. And he has the last laugh. And we will see that, see that in this passage of the Scripture. Allow me to read that today. 1 Corinthians 15, verse uh, later part of verse 54, 55, and 56, up to 58. And it says, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The death or the sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is law, is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The ultimate laugh and the ultimate victory has been won for us by no other than the person, person Jesus Christ. The sting of death is the power of sin and is, and is the law. And as I go through this today, I'd like to uh, show us three progressive realities. Three progressive realities we have to embrace through, uh, as we uh, understand Christ's triumph and His coming. And these are progressive realities. Number one, the reality of man's condition, we have been caught in the trap of sin. That's, that's a reality, all of us. Across the board, that, made, that makes all of us in the same plane, rich or poor, man, woman, or whatever, uh, rich or poor, man, woman, or, you know, you may have had, you know, st uh, strong background and pedigrees, or you have just come from a, a, a very lowly background. It doesn't really matter. All of us are in a trap called sin, and that's the human condition. That's the reality. The first thing that I'd like us to see, first, uh, verse 54, it says, um, uh, Death, when the perishable, uh, when the perishable puts on the imperishable and the mortal puts on immortality, then we shall say, uh, then shall come to pass the saying, that is, death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is thy sting? Verse 56. The sting of death is sin. That's the reality right there. There's that sting of death and that the sting is called sin and the power of sin is in 
the law. Law makes us sinful. sinful. Sin means missing the mark, missing the law. And that sin causes death. That's why there's a, yes, physical death, that's part of it. But there's a spiritual death, it's eternal condemnation and hell. That's the picture of what sin can do to a person. That's reality. But I don't want to stick to that reality because, yes, we live in this fallen world because of sin. And we've been living in defeat. And, and there's this truth of living and dying. That's man's condition. But there's a second reality I'd like us to see. The reality of Calvary's cross. Yes, we have been bought at a price. We have been bought at a price. Where is it? Where is that Calvary cross? Where, uh, uh, where is the sting of death, I ask? Um, we see in verse 57, it's almost like a conversation here. The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. It's a reminder for believers and unbelievers alike. Our Lord Jesus Christ, only through Him that we can have that victory because we have been bought at a price. And that is very crucial. That victory had been won through the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. So therefore, our attitude ought to be that of gratitude. Being grateful and thankful to the Lord for what He has done for us, even in the midst of all this, knowing that somebody redeemed us through His blood on the cross 2,000 years ago. And the victory, therefore, that we are talking about here has come because He overcame sin. He died on the cross. He was buried. He didn't stay there. That's the good news because after three days, He rose again from the dead. He has overcome the, uh, he has overcame the power of sin. And he has proven himself to be the Christ, the, prop, the, one, the person prophesied in Isaiah 53 that we have read a while ago. He's the person who rose from the dead and he was seated at the right hand of the Father. And because he was resurrected, you too, you and I, will have our resurrection bodies. That's the ultimate healing of all the almost 3 million people in the world. The believers in the, in, in, in the past to have fallen asleep, each one will be resurrected in their bodies. And that's very crucial. That's very important. The third reality, that's the third reality basically. The reality of, re of resurrection life, we have been taught of His victory. We have to be taught, even as Christians, and we see here in, in verse uh, 51 of this same chapter, Behold, I tell you a mystery. Now, Paul had to say, I tell you. Yes, he has been teaching the Corinthians. I have to tell you this. What is it? We shall not all asleep, but we shall all be changed. You know, John Chrysostom made this observation during his time way back, way back before 500 uh, AD. He says, many Christians entirely disbelieve 
the resurrection, many fortify themselves with the horoscope, many adhere to superstitious observances and to omens and to auguries. Even John Chrysostom, the great, one of the greatest theologians and preachers of all time, made that observation. And I can see that same observation even in, year, in the cent, in 21st century. People would rather believe in horoscope than the resurrection of the bodies. <laughs> that's, that's why Apostle Paul says, I have to teach you. I have to tell you. Reality is there's a resurrection life and we have been taught of this victory through his word. And, you know, one of the things that is different, our views, that some of you might say this is just semantics. But let me, let me uh, propose another issue here. This is more than just a semantic. This is how the Lord Jesus himself had described when a believer would pass from life, life to life eternal. He has used the word asleep. And, and sleep basically means death, the death of a person, those who pass away in Jesus. But the, the scripture in the Bible, and, and the Bible is reluctant to use the word dead to describe those who pass away in Jesus. If you pass away as a believer in Jesus Christ, you don't necessarily die, died, but you fell asleep. A very, a very crucial example was Lazarus. Jesus says, no worries. I wake him up. He, he has fallen asleep. Uh, we have Stephen who was stoned to death. And, and Dr. Luke described it as Stephen fall asleep. In Thessalonians, we, we are asleep in Jesus. You know, in, in the Greek, the word sleeping place in the Greek Basically means in English, sleeping place in the Greek, in English, it is called cemetery. Yeah. So when we say cemetery, we are actually saying sleeping place. And, and Christians are never buried in a graveyard. We are placed in a sleeping room, basically. Uh, 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 to wait the day when the body will be roused from its lumber by the alarm clock of his trumpet. And, and we see that uh, uh, in, in uh, later part of verse 51. In, um, and it says, uh, uh, we, be, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. There's going to be that day. There's a suddenness to it. Not only that there's suddenness to it, but there's its timing. What's the, what's, uh, how would you know the time? Well, you know, sometimes I, I prepare my, my smartphone in, in the evening and, 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 and set it on the alarm clock, alarm clock so that uh, in a certain time, so I would wake up uh, at, the, at the certain time in the morning so I won't be late. How many times had this smartphone count out on me? <laughs> I would wake up very late, and then I discovered <laughs> I wasn't able to do that the night before uh, exactly. So I was so sleepy, I didn't do it right. So I missed it. And I come, I come to the office sometimes late. But you know what? When the trumpets sound, nobody will miss it. <laughs> that's the timing. There'll come a day. It's going to be sudden, and there's that timing. And so that's the picture uh, uh, that I'd like us to see. That's the reality the third reality that I want us to see, and, 
And so reading that verse again, death is swallowed up in victory. Uh, verse 54, when the perishable puts the imperishable and mortal body must be put in immortality. When the perishable puts on the imperishable and the mortal puts on immortality, then we shall come, then shall come to pass the saying, death is swallowed up in victory and we all know that victory have been won through Christ. I want to end with this. The day as we come. I want us uh, in verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. As we've heard this message today, I'm encouraged to know that there's an ultimate healing. Our loved ones pass, passed away and I have a pastor friend whose brother, he just lost his brother to COVID the other day, and his mom is in ICU at the moment. We, we, we can't even explain the pain that my, that my fellow pastor is feeling right now. We can't explain it. But there is this one thing that the Lord had won for us. He won that victory on the cross 2,000 years ago, and... There's going to be that ultimate healing, the resurrection of our bodies because Christ has been resurrected. And that is the encouragement for us today. So I, as I close, now that we have that revelation, may we continue to be a blessing, abounding, <clears throat> abounding in good works. Let's be a blessing to the people around us. As believers today, while we're waiting for that time to come, there'll be years ahead of us Let's abound in good work and let's be a blessing. Let me end with this. Since Christ's victory over death and His resurrection have been offered to us through faith, let our life today bear witness to that reality. The reality that we can be a blessing today. Let's magnify His love for us this morning. Ikaw lamang Ang kailangan ko Mapubuhay Sa biyaya ng pag-ibig mong Kay ganda Ako'y sa'yo Ako'y nilaban mo Ikaw
Amazing God that we serve. Truly, His love for us is beautiful. I want to bless us as we leave today. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His face toward you and give you peace and victory. In Jesus' name, amen. been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this will help you build a habit of hearing from God every day. If you'd like more messages like these, you can follow us on Spotify or on our Apple Podcast. And if you'd like to watch these messages, you can watch them every weekday morning on our Victory PH Facebook page.